Welcome to the Self-Esteem and Confidence Mindset with me, Johnny Pardo. Are you in a place where you just can't keep track of your emotions and it's becoming very difficult to progress towards your goals? Well, today I'm going to go through some pointers on this. Welcome to the Self-Esteem and Confidence Mindset Podcast with me, Johnny Pardo, here to help you take control of your self-esteem and confidence. First of all, before we go into the episode, a long overdue thank you for all the listeners of this podcast. Thank you to you. I've now hit over 120,000 plays on the podcast and it's so well, it's such a great feeling to touch so many people's lives with the podcasts and messages I've been getting. So thank you so much if you sent me one of those. And thank you for listening to today. I appreciate you as always. So on to the episode. I've been in a place where my emotions were really, really on top of me. Sometimes I sometimes I'd be up and down like a yo-yo. I'd be really, really happy. And then suddenly I'd have these really dark moments of feeling very down, quite anxious, feelings of hopelessness and very, very lonely. I've been in places where even though I had lots of friends and family around me, I felt very alone inside. So we're all human. We we all can feel up and down. Of course, human no human being can feel 100% happy all of the time but what we want is for you to feel happy and good and energetic the majority of the time most importantly feel your self-esteem and confidence are at great levels now i've noticed a pattern on myself clients and what i generally pick up in people around me or mostly these days with the lockdown situation a lot online People and I, especially in the past, focus too much on things we cannot control. I'll say that again. We focus too much on the things we cannot control. And that that is always a recipe for disaster. Because our emotions are left to things outside our control completely. And I've definitely been there. I felt good when things were going my way or something good happened. Someone praised me, something good happened at work or whatever. But then when things have gone not my way, so perhaps my coaching business wasn't going so well in the beginning. I used to feel like this a lot Uh, when I was in the job world, when things weren't going my way. I felt hopeless. I felt useless. Even book sales. I was too focused on the numbers. When like someone put a good review, I felt amazing. But when they when I didn't or maybe I got uh, less sales than I wanted, I felt awful. And you might have a completely different situation. But relying on things outside of our control for our emotions is very dangerous. Now, this this, this probably sounds very common sense. Like, yeah, focus on what we can control, but we don't do it because our emotions can get the better of us. But it's really important to consciously make the effort to be aware of yourself. And that that is why 
Self-awareness is so key. Self-awareness, if you can master that, you are going to go so much further in life because you're able to understand what makes you feel good, makes you feel bad and do more of the things that make you feel good and less of the things that that make you feel bad. So I'm going to go over some tips on how you can have more control over your emotions. The first one is make a list of things through your day that trigger you. So if someone says something and it upsets you and you're not quite sure why, just note it down. And what I do is I have Google Keep. I'm a big Google fan, uh, as most people, well, quite a lot of people are these days. Um, I use Google for all sorts, but I use Google Keep. And on Google Keep, I will keep a list of things that maybe made me feel not so good or I lost a bit of energy from. Or perhaps there's a slight negative feeling because I'm human as well. I can experience these things. It's not it's not that many things that trigger me these days, but the odd one does. And I want to work at my emotions. And it's really, really important to master your emotions because emotions are us and we experience them every day. So I'll write down what things trigger me. And then at the end of the, the day, you just have a look and then work through those things not ages, you're not talking hours, maybe a few minutes, just writing down why they triggered you, what you're going to do about them, what, why they triggered you, just understanding. The second thing I'm going to say is meditation. Now, I've kind of talked about meditation in the past on and off. And as always, your habits, your actions have to be things that feel good for you. But there are some general things that help. But meditation is a strong recommendation. And my recommendation within meditation is that you find one that works for you. I remember being in a gym um, (laughs) when they're open. Uh, Well, this is over a year ago, way before the the whole COVID situation kicked in. So sort of I think it's 2019, actually. And I remember I did a yoga class and it was really, really good. Do the meditation at the end. Uh, Usually I'd fall asleep in those kind of ones. And uh, even though it was a really, really good session, but I was knackered uh, in the day. And anyway, uh, we, me and the yoga teacher were discussing it and some other woman was in there. Now, this this woman was very strongly opinion, opinionated and she was saying people meditate in the wrong ways. And I disagree. Like <laughs> meditation is is going to be different. We all experience it in different ways. Now, how a monk meditates, it's going to be completely different. Now, they can sit through whole days and meditate, and it definitely looks like they get good feelings from them. But how you meditate, what you use, there's plenty of apps. You could just sit there and breathe. You sit there in silence. It's going to be right for you. But what meditation allows you to do is really see your emotions, see outside of yourself, and just be present rather than getting caught in them. So that's my second tip. Try and find the right meditation for you. And there's plenty of good apps. There's Headspace, there's Calm, um, many, many out there. The third one is get a coach or a therapist, okay? Um, Right, so a therapist or counsellor, so they can be slightly different as well within those. Uh, If you want to really dive into your past, you're really struggling with trauma, you probably need, well, you do need professional help because you really need to explore your past and that can help you work through that emotion a bit. But a coach can help you when you're sort of overloaded, you're trying to progress further 
and you're kind of a little bit stuck you want to progress you want to understand what your right actions are get a bit of clarity on yourself a coach can help that so i definitely promote that now i would you think johnny you are a coach you you would promote that well absolutely i'm always promoting things that i believe people need I wouldn't be doing my job if I didn't promote things people need. There's too much in this world of people holding back and te telling people about, you know, things that could benefit them. I don't think we share enough information with each other. And I'd be doing you a disservice if I didn't promote coaching and things like that. Because if we get caught in the same old habits and don't change our ways, nothing's going to change. I'm not here to just sit on a podcast and say, think positive. That does not work. You need to get a series of habits and actions that make you feel good on a consistent basis. And therefore, it is my job to tell you things I think will really benefit you. Now, you can decide for yourself, but I wouldn't be feeling right if I didn't try and give you some kind of influence for the things you should be doing. Now, I'm not even going to promote myself as a coach because actually I'm quite booked up at the moment. But there's plenty of coaches, there's plenty of counsellors, there's plenty of therapists you can look at. This is a really, really strong recommendation. Having been through counselling, having been through a co coaching, I still have a couple of coaches. I'm always going to have a coach. They can help me see things. I probably look to get counselling in the future just because it allows someone else to really help me work through my emotions. So that's my third recommendation and one I feel really, really strong with. There's often, and I wasn't even going to talk about this, there's often the fear fear of people saying, oh, I can't afford this, I can't afford that, which is, to be honest, not usually the case. It's usually a case that we just don't prioritise the right thing. It's like when we say we don't have time. If we really want something, we'll find a way, even if it takes us a bit of time. You might not be able to have something straight away, but sometime, if you really want it, you'll go for it. And not just counselling, not just coaching, not just therapy, but anything if you really want it and what you and I suggest what you really might want is things that are going to make you feel good and help you grow is if you have enough emphasis and focus on it, you will find a way. OK, so I was very strong about point three because I think it's so key. And point number four. And again, this is using my past experience. I used to be in that way of like, oh, I can't have the time to do this. I don't, you know, I can't, I can't get the money together for that. It was just me blocking myself. It is me going into the unknown, me coming up with fears. And I don't want you to do the same. I want you to find the best ways for you. I want you to progress. I don't want you to just listen to things and think, oh, that sounds good, and then take no action. Okay. And point number four is get enough sleep. <laughs> I've been guilty of this, admittedly, in the last year, well, well, last couple of years, really, of not getting enough sleep sometimes when I'm overworking because I sometimes get so caught up, love what I'm doing, whether it's making a podcast, you probably tell the energy by what I'm talking about, whether it's a podcast, writing a blog, writing a book, speaking on YouTube, doing a collaboration with someone, doing a coaching session, creating something on my website i get really really excited or a social event i'm quite an extrovert uh, but i didn't used to be and i talk about that in other in other uh, episodes sometimes how shy i used to be but i just love all these things and i can sometimes get carried away and not get enough sleep and then sometimes it impacts on my mood so 
make sure you get enough sleep. Now, how do you know if you've got enough sleep? You'll notice. Start logging how much sleep you get. Don't do it religiously. Just take a rough guide of, right, okay, I've had seven hours sleep, eight hours sleep, um, and I feel better. I've had five hours sleep. I don't feel so good. Now, I'm not going to say I'm not here to advise you how much sleep you need because uh, from what I've read, from what I've researched, I had actually a sleep coach on the podcast uh, a few months back, uh, Lauren uh, Dufel. Uh, we had a great chat, so you can check out that episode as well. But there's lots and lots of research and recommendations, but whatever feels good for you. Now, I suggest you speak to someone like Lauren, my friend, um, who is a sleep expert or a sleep coach uh, to actually find more, more about sleep. But that's a recommendation. Make sure you're getting enough sleep because a lack of sleep can lead to anxiety and feeling down. OK, so those have been my four tips on how you can control your emotions better. So number one was make a list of things that trigger you throughout the day and then reflect on them at the end of the day. Self-awareness is key. Number two, meditation that allows you to be present and then observe things that you might be feeling. Number three is get a coach, therapist or counsellor. Really, really spend time investing in yourself or save up to do it because that is an investment in yourself and you're really, really going to benefit from it. And then step number four is get enough sleep because that can impact on your mood as well but there's plenty more and talking of plenty more so if you're someone who really really wants to take control of their self-esteem and confidence um and you want to look at even more resources you perhaps want to reduce your negative self-talk i i love helping people with this as you can probably tell and it's always great to connect with people, helping people and giving people resources and upping your self-esteem, your confidence whilst reducing your negative self-talk. And if you think you could benefit from something like this, then I have a free short ebook available. So if you go into the description, I have a extract from my latest book that is completely free to download but if you just click in the link in the description you can get access to that so once again thank you so much for the plays and thank you for listening today i really appreciate our total getting to over 120,000 plays it's really really great to reach that many people and impact that many lives if you sent me a message thanks so much i appreciate them all i do try and get back to them as much as possible but if you would like to and you haven't yet, if you give this a rating and share this with your friends and family, I would hugely appreciate it. Again, thanks so much if you have done so already. I really, really value you for listening and make that decision to take control of your self-esteem and confidence. And I will catch you in the next episode.